morning, everybody. Invite you into worship now. 10,000 reasons, bless the Lord. Invite you to stand, please, everybody. Come, 
morning, everybody. Uh, my name is Kate Boddicker, and I just want to welcome everyone to this gathering space today. I invite you to join in this time of worship by putting away your phones and homework and the like, especially since today we're focusing on prayer. Prayer has always been a little bit hard for me. Church was the easy part. I got to see all the people I liked. There was singing, a sermon to think and discuss, uh, and plenty of social time. Prayer was different, though. I had to sit alone with my thoughts. Probably a hot take, but when I was younger, I actually preferred to pray out loud rather than in my head because I knew I would only get distracted or start thinking about something I wasn't supposed to. And for a long time, this really bothered me. I felt like a bad Christian because I didn't like talking to God. But as I've gotten older, I've realized that talking to God takes a lot of different forms, whether that be collective or more structured. I remind myself of Psalms 145:18. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. And for me, truth is found in those that I trust to walk alongside me on my journey, or in the comfort and stability of oft-repeated words. So with that in mind, please join me in prayer. Lord, bless us with your presence this morning. Draw us closer to you, to each other, and to the truth we find in ourselves. Remind us that there are many ways to pray, but you are enough for all our hopes, dreams, and fears. Grant peace to the anxious hearts before you and open us all to hear your word. Remind us that prayer can be formal like that or in the tone of everyday speech. God, some of us are honestly really going through it right now and could definitely use some Jesus. We all know it's hard to stay awake in chapel sometimes, so a little divine inspiration would be much appreciated. Make sure we keep in mind that you gave us so many ways to talk with you because you really do love us. So lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Let's continue our worship. You can either turn in your hymnal to 453 or just look up at the screen. Let's stand together and sing, As I Went Down to the River to Pray. Let's sing this all in unison one time through, and then we can harmonize on verses 2, 3, and 4. Let's go down, let's go down. 
to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown, good Lord, show me the Continue on with for those with whom you can turn in your hymnal to 734 or again, just follow along on the screen. We can have the singers up here sing the intro and sort of teach it to you, and then you can always answer with, Hear our prayer, O God. Hear our prayer, O God. Let's all sing that. And Hear our prayer, O God. So we can all, we can all at least sing that much as we go through this.
Spirit, hear our prayer, that peace may come in our own day. Hear our prayer, O God, that your blessed word Good morning. I will be reading to you from Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guide your hearts and your mind in Jesus Christ. Amen. I don't know about you, but that scripture verse that we just heard, it kind of bothers me. I don't know about you, but I find actually that there is a lot to be anxious about in our world these days. I don't know about you, but I find that the pain and the suffering and the hurt of our world can be overwhelming. Paralyzing and deeply distressing. Climate change, gun violence in our schools, violence in the Middle East, Myanmar, West Africa, sexism, racism, homophobia, poverty, the list goes on and on and on. Do not be anxious about anything. Are you kidding me? 
Not to mention all the things that make us anxious within ourselves. Will I be good enough? Smart enough? Will I have enough money? Do I have enough friends? Do I have enough time, enough energy? What if I get sick? What if people don't think that my talk is very interesting this morning? What if I don't get the job that I want? What if I don't do well in class? What if, what if, what if? It's a lot. Our text from Philippians encourages us to let our requests be made known to God. This is another way of talking about prayer. So what is prayer? What does it mean to pray? I'm guessing for many of us when we think about prayer, we think about something like this. Or maybe this. Or maybe prayer is something a little more like this. You know, like vitamins. It's not really going to hurt you if you take them. You can't really prove that they work. But, you know, it just might help. Might just give you a little boost. Help out with that spiritual immunity that we're trying to get. So why not? Go ahead, try it. What we think about prayer is directly tied to what we believe about who God is. So here's a view on prayer that I think is actually pretty common. We kind of think of God as like this cosmic Santa Claus. So we write out all of our prayer requests and we send it up to this cosmic Santa Claus. And then if we pray hard enough and if we're really, really good and if we have enough faith, then God will answer our prayers. And if our prayers aren't answered, then somehow it means we must have been bad or we didn't have enough faith or we didn't pray hard enough. You can probably tell that I don't think this is a very helpful view about God or prayer. And in fact, it's not theologically accurate. And quite frankly, I think it's harmful. There's this other idea that's kind of similar. This one shows how our culture of consumerism gets mixed up with spirituality. It's kind of like I ask for it and then I punch a button and then I'm supposed to poof, get my answer to prayer, what I'm wanting. So, what is prayer? Prayer can mean bowing our heads and speaking to God, but I also believe that prayer often doesn't even need words. Mary Oliver, one of my favorite poets, says, I don't know exactly what a prayer is, but I do know how to pay attention. I don't know if you consider yourself a person who prays or not, but I suspect you are already praying, and you don't even know it. If we think about prayer as paying attention, then it opens our awareness that prayer can take many forms. So with this in mind, I think prayer can sometimes look like this.
author Anne Lamott says that prayer is anything that you say from your heart to God. And I would add that it's also listening for what God is saying back to you. And then she goes on to say that there's three basic kinds of prayers. Out of all the prayers that people pray over history and time, there's three basic ones. Help, thanks, and wow. When we pray, we remember who we are and who God is. We remember that God is God and we are not. When we pray, we pay attention to our neighbor, our loved ones, our communities, and our world. Praying can be hard sometimes. I get it. Because when we truly pay attention to our pain and the pain of the world and to our needs and our fears, it can feel overwhelming. And so one way we try to cope with this overwhelm and this despair is we distract ourselves with social media, our phones, shopping, working, entertainment. We kind of get numb because that feels easier than paying attention. Theologian Henry Nouwen says that prayer unmasks the illusion of busyness, usefulness, and indispensability. Prayer is a way of being empty and useless in the presence of God. Prayer is an unmasking. In prayer, we remember that we are both everything to God and we are also made of dust. Can we be empty and useless in the presence of God? Do we trust that God is holding us, holding me, holding you, holding all of us, holding the world in love? So, why pray? Does it make a difference? Does God hear? Does God act? I'm not here to prove to you that prayer makes a difference in outcomes. And I can't even promise you that prayer alone will change the world. But prayer will change, prayer will keep the world from changing us. So prayer might not change the world, but prayer will keep the world from changing us. Because prayer, paying attention, it keeps our hearts soft. I'm convinced that prayer is important. Paying attention matters, perhaps now more than ever. We walk together. We pay attention and we take care of one another. We pay attention and we take care of our world and of ourselves. When we pay attention to what's happening in the world and we attend a vigil for peace in the Middle East, that's prayer, help. 
when we feel gratitude for breath in our lungs, for friends, for the chance to get an education, for life itself, that's prayer. Thank you. When we look around as we're walking to class and we notice the changing color on the leaves or the frost on the trees, <laughs> and we marvel at the wonder and mystery of creation, that's prayer. Wow. When you are able to connect your heart to God's heart, and when you imagine what the God of love might be saying back to you, this is prayer. When you become aware of God's presence, you can realize that you are being held. We are all being held, held in something larger, something greater that is beyond us. We are held in love. And that's what can guard your hearts and minds in the peace that passes understanding. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplications, let your requests be made known to God with thanksgiving. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. Amen. We're now going to enter a time of prayer together. I need the walking together slide. There we go. This is a time for you to connect your heart to God's heart. And when the music starts, that's your signal to come forward if you choose and light a candle. And that is your act of prayer. So your candle could be a protest of the violence and injustice in the world. Your candle could be a prayer of asking God to remember you if you're facing a tough situation that feels heavy or hard. You can light a candle to remember a loved one to God, someone who needs to feel God's presence and peace. You can light a candle as an act of saying thank you or wow. And if you choose not to come forward, that's totally fine. But I do ask that during this time of prayer and music and lighting candles that we sit quietly and reverently and respectfully when we're in this time of prayer. Let's pray.
We're going to close with the sending blessing. You can stand, we'll sing together. As you make your way out afterwards, there will be Campus Ministries team members at the back. They have prayer booklets for you if you would like one. Receive this blessing. Let's sing together. Lord, listen to your children praying. Lord, send your spirit in this place. Lord, listen to your children praying. Send us love, send us power, send us time. Lord, listen to your children praying. Lord, send your spirit in this place. Lord, listen to your children praying. Send us love, send us power, send us grace. Send us love, Send us power.